Welcome, Welcome to the Lighthearted Podcast Adventure with four pastors who discuss God, His Word, and some other stuff. This is Pastors Live, a Rev FM production from Water Springs Church, Idaho Falls. Here now are Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. Oh, really? Can you believe that we're recording? No, I'm, I'm, I don't think so. Bro. We are. We would never put that on the air. We would never put that on the air, except on Thursday, June 29th, episode 806. What? Sir Gary Austin has decided to launch the countdown without giving us a hand wave, a hand signal, or anything. And poor Dave was prepping mentally as any good athlete would, would prep and warm up before the race or the event. And then I'm just goofing off, and I see here we're live. Wow. So, welcome. What was that noise? What was that noise? Oh, that was me just making a goofy noise because I know it irritates you and Gary finds it funny. Beyond words. Beyond words. (laughs) It's just, that's what it is. (laughs) Hey, so last night you taught here at Water Springs. I certainly hope that is the case. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's a gift. That was very good. That is a gift. (laughs) And your, your text was? Uh, multiple texts right. looking at the inclusivity of Scripture, which, nice. depending on how you see that, it could be clickbait, but there is some biblical truth that we need to understand as believers yeah, because yeah. Right on, uh, I've spent some of my life doing this, living as a Christian Pharisee, where you look down your nose at the rest of the world and say, I've got the answers, and pff, you're not part of my thing. I've I'm often part... felt that from you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. But aside never, from what I've made never. you feel, Dave, <laughs> I'm talking about others. Like, you know, and, and it's... Because I've seen you look down at the Potato Head family. I'm I have, just, and like, I, I still do. And As you know you, that I look down upon say your, it. your friend. Say it. <laughs> your friend. Say the name. <laughs> your, your invisible, imaginary friend. Simeon. Oh, that guy. There it is. <laughs> say the name. <laughs> say his name. Shazam. Say his name. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, but you know that that's exactly what the Pharisees did to the people. You know, they're, they're these religious leaders... And Jesus said, you put heavy constraints on the people. Right, right. You put these heavy loads on their shoulders, and you're not willing to lift a finger to do anything to help them. And that's one of the dangers. Because while our culture looks at you know, being inclusive as something that's actually twisted and warped from the inclusivity of Scripture, God extends his love to the world. That's why it says in John 3, 16, the most well-known verse in history— For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And Jesus gave up his life willingly for every single person across the spans of time. You're included in that. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter how wretched you might, you know, feel your life has been or how much you detest yourself because of your poor choices. God still loves you and he still wants you to come to him. There's an inclusive inclusiveness. And the other irony is that we as people who are supposed to be the salt and light of the world end up being the biggest barrier sometimes between a lost people and the gospel message. And that breaks my heart. Well, and it's been that way um, historically, right? So yeah. when when you think about how um, when the New Testament begins, which of course we all understand, the New Testament actually begins at the book of Acts, um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the four gospels, uh, are actually Old Testament period um, events and narratives, right? But at the book of Acts, after the resurrection, or right at the resurrection, and then the falling of the Holy Spirit upon the church, now you have this new covenant or New Testament. And it's interesting because the the um, the Jewish believers in Jerusalem 
are all tied up with knot, in knots with Peter because he goes into a Gentile house. He, they're all tied up in knots with Paul and Barnabas because they're bringing this this relationship with God uh, through through Christ, albeit they're Jewish believers, but they're like, wait a minute, you guys are taking this to the Gentiles. But when you go back and read all through the Old Testament, where God says to the Jews, you are going to be the light to the Gentiles. You are going to be the light to the nations. And then when it starts happening, they actually resist it. And, and now, uh, even New Testament believers can do that. We see people getting saved or receiving the gospel or hearing like, you know, uh, they happen to tune into this program or they, and if they're in our area, they listen to Rev Radio and they hear the gospel and we're like, well, no, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, and we want to put our restrictions on who's allowed to hear it and who can be saved and, um, or even people restrict themselves. Well, you don't know what a crumb bum I've been, or you don't know how, uh, completely disinterested I am. And so forget you guys. And we're like, no, man, like you said, God's including you in that invitation. Yeah, absolutely. Love that. And Gary gets to do that every stinking day because you're the voice of the Valley. It is a pleasure. I, right. I love it. Yeah. I mean, good. do you ever, I mean, I, I look at Gary, I think about Gary and Carrie and I think you guys are missionaries. That's what you are. You're missionaries to our entire area. And now with Spotify and uh, what is it, Apple? I, I'm not uh, a Apple yeah. podcast. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm so technologically challenged. It's not even funny. It's like I still have to get help from my wife on the remote control for the TV. <laughs> it's terrible. I'm an idiot. <laughs> she just cracks up. No, honey, you have to turn this one on first and then you can use that. <laughs> Does she have to teach you the throttle on your bike too? Um, no, that one that because that's not too much technology. That's just turn it and go, or let go and stop. I, you know that I can do. Hey, but she is a speed demon. Oh my god! Well, yeah, because you got to keep up with her. Last right? Saturday, Sylvie and I are on our normal Saturday ride, and we bump into the Austins twice, right? Yeah. And yeah. both times, Sylvie's like a hundred yards ahead. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I outweigh her by 65, 70 pounds, whatever it is, you know. So Uh, we have the exact same bike. She turns around sometimes and she's like, honey, is that all the faster you can go? (laughs) Oh, no, I I could go faster. I just don't want to. You can just tell she enjoys it, though. Just that smile on her face. She's having fun. Yeah. But you know what's so She'll tell you right now. She's like, because I'm all about the destination, and David's all about the journey. And I'm not a journey girl. I'm a destination girl. Oh. So, yeah, last week when you – I was on vacation. Sylvia yeah. and I took a, a few days off, and so uh, you guys were playing with Ty in here, and uh, who's at a conference, by the way, today. Um, that's why he's not in here. But anyway, uh, there was a reason I was telling you that. Oh, so we're on vacation. We were doing the Ashton to Teutonia. That was a two-day thing because it's, right. it's 30 miles point to point. We're old people. <laughs> So 30 miles one day, 30 miles the next, uh, back and forth, right? But um, that was enough for us. That, that was plenty. But anyhow, same thing. Sylvia's like, you know, quarter of a mile, half a mile ahead of me on the trail. And I'm like looking around. The Tetons are there. No matter where you are <laughs> on that trail, the Tetons are in sight, right? Amazing. And I'm digging it. Oh, I'm totally, I'm looking around. I'm enjoying every little thing about it. Sylvia's like, well, we got to get to that next point. You're like, yeah, but you have all day. It's a 30-mile ride. It's going to take us maybe three hours of riding. Relax. And she's like, I am relaxed. I'm, I'm riding for three hours. Let's go. You know? 
So every once in a while, she'd get she'd pull in under the shade of some aspen grove, and she'd stop, and she's like, "Where you been?" As I pull up, you know, five minutes later, right back there enjoying the views, honey. <laughs> See, I I had a level of respect for you, Dave, at one point, and it's just increased hearing hearing about your. Because you talk about right now, you're not when you talk you here in this in this culture here when you ride on your bike. I'm thinking Harley, Indian. You know, it's going on a ride here, on your bike. It's all about you're, that. Right? You're talking about a bicycle that you pedal with your own momentum. Yes. Now, Sylvie and I use pedal assist bikes on a long ride. Like Doesn't that. matter, assist or not. You're using some of your own. Oh, absolutely. And here's yeah. why my level of respect goes. You're like, we're old. We're Thirty miles. Are you serious? <laughs> I get tired driving my car thirty miles. <laughs> right. And I you're talking you, pedal assist or not. You're. That's impressive. You and that's Tina can come with us. No, that I can't. That would be so fun. No, listen. <laughs> when Sylvie and I first started, when Gary knows us, when we first started riding two years, in fact, two years ago is about the time I met you, right? Right yeah. in this well, room. about two and a half years ago. Yeah, right here. Yep, yeah, right here. Here. And here. It came up as a memory on my fate here. It came up <laughs> right here. In this chair, right here. <laughs> came up as a memory the other day. And I, I thought, oh, how sweet you were, Dave. Because uh-huh. I put on Facebook, uh, please meet my new, my brand new friend, James. And I couldn't remember how to say your last name, so I said Garden Hoser. <laughs> <laughs> From, uh, what was that movie? The Rookie, right? <laughs> I was like, I can't, I don't know his name. Oh, James Garden Hoser. Anyway, um, so when Sylvie and I first started writing back then, we would go out to, uh, what's that, New, new Sweden area? Okay. Because every block, every... Every block is one mile, right? Oh. So we knew exactly how far we were right because we were just riding our regular bikes. Mm-hmm. Four miles, and I was wiped. I mean, I'm sweating about every two miles. I'm pulling over, drinking some water, going, oh, Lord Almighty, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to do this, you know. And now, you know, if we go out there, we'd take about three laps on that four-mile trek that we used to do. But we started with what we could do and that that's the point i think Mm -hmm. and even in your message last night and what you're talking about this morning pastor james i think you know when we talk about uh inclusivity inclusivity that's the word yep (laughs) if if shane was here i'm sure he could say it mr (laughs) ambulance (laughs) (laughs) but um it's like people who think, well, I can never be Billy Graham, or I can't be Chuck Smith, or I can't be Pastor Ty or Pastor James, whatever it is, whatever your thing is that you think, I can't be that, you don't have to be. God's not asking you to be that. Like, step into the waters, you know what I mean? Like, just just put your trust out there and say, okay, God, I don't know if I'm ready for religion. I'm not sure if I'm ready for organized church programs. And I'm not sure that I'm ready to read my Bible every day like these knuckleheads always talk about. But Lord, they keep saying that your Bible is inclusive and that you became one of us, like like you just articulated so beautifully, Pastor James, that God became one of us. He died on the cross for our sins. He was dead, buried, and rose again. And he offers that new life to everybody, and nobody is left out. And I just think that's a that's an amazing thing. And you don't have to be a seminary um, student. You don't have to be a biblical scholar. You just step in and say, God, if if this is real, I'm going to trust you. Reveal yourself to me. And I'll tell you what, if you do that, God will do it. He'll meet you there. You know, on a side note, when you say you start with what you can do, here's what I can do, Dave. 
I can go on a bike ride with you if you get a sidecar yes. and I can yes. ride in it. A sidecar? You, you get a sidecar, I'll ride in it and you pedal and I will, I will do it. I'll make my best effort to go on that ride. I'm actually going to go and, and talk to Bill's at Bill's Bikes where I got my bikes and uh, actually all four of them. Bikes are funny. They're like guys that love guitars and you go in their house and they have 20 guitars. So, so far we're up to four bikes. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, yeah, exactly. That's, that's a thing. So like some it's people like, some people like children. I like children. You go in my house. I had seven. Right. So yeah. But they're not hanging on the wall. Well, depends on the day. <laughs> you know, wow. I just how... had visions of home alone. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, before oh we gosh. get into uh, too far in the program, do you think we should address some of the questions and comments? We're already too far. Are we too far? We've gone, we've gone too far. There's no turning back but i will go and see if i could find if i get a sidecar dude you're going with me that's all there is to i it. will regret this statement that i made 100 if you actually get a sidecar we have a fun we have a fun statement here uh it's from jeremy and karen in pit or jeremy and karen pitchert and it says hi from red oak iowa hi love the podcast thank you i love that now you know the funny thing about places like nebraska and iowa because um, we always talk about the coffee house and greenhouse and all that. When you go to places like Iowa and Nebraska, where people go for coffee is the gas station. I mean, it's like Mayberry. Really? It's so funny, man. When we first moved to Nebraska about uh, eight and a half years ago, and our daughter and son-in-law live there, and they're like, now listen, uh, the big place for like um, biscuits and gravy and coffee you know, it will be the Sinclair station or that quick stop over there, whatever, you know, and you're like, mm, no, yes, it absolutely <laughs> is. Like you drive by there at six in the morning and there's like 30 pickup trucks <laughs> all around the gas station oh my and they're all in there drinking coffee. So I would like to hear back from Jeremy and Karen, where do you guys get your local coffee? Because um, have, you, have you ever been to that part of the of the nation? I, I've been through, yeah. Nebraska. And Try to Iowa. find a coffee house. Something that just says, you know, this town's name, whatever, coffee house. It, I, that is so true. Yeah. I, I didn't ever think about that before, but that's... Okay, yeah. I, I, I would have totally gone with you, except that I visited Spencer, Iowa about oh. three or four weeks ago. Really? In the northwestern part of the state. And they've got a couple... First of all, Lake Okoboji is really a tourist spot. Hey, buddy, this um, is a family show. Oh, pardon me. I was speaking native. <laughs> and I do hold the card, so don't write in. Um, That's true. That's but true. there was I've a great it. coffee shop at Lake Okoboji. Uh, it was called Topog. And the whole theme of it was topography. So they took oh, really great cool. coffee with the whole topography nice. theme and some really great ice cream. And then in Spencer, I had forgotten the name of it, but it's called Medler Coffee. Medler really? Coffee. And it's owned by a believer. He's got a really great family. And uh, wow, amazing amazing food uh in my humble opinion not endorsing anyone uh, amazing food and delicious coffee okay so was it a coffee house or was it like a cafe well they had both so cafe i guess i mean i right. mean like because when i think of like, like greenhouse, greenhouse i think of the coffee and the drinks first and then like the 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 pastries or the breakfast burritos sort of a after oh but they also have you know what they have now greenhouse yeah the new thing the panini sandwich i have not tried that yet Oh, brother, um, when you get done with, with your ministry today, maybe you and I should grab lunch. A panini. Ooh, have you had it, Gary? <laughs> I haven't. Oh, my. Oh, stinking my. Very good. So, uh, two coffee houses in Lake Wobegon? 
<laughs> Lake Okaboji. Oh, okay. It's about 20 minutes away from Spencer, and Spencer's got a couple good ones. But well, that's right. Lake Wolbegon is in um, Wisconsin, right? Probably. Yeah. I'm not going to say yes. I don't know. Garrison I, Keeler, Lake Wolbegon days. Oh, no. Yeah. Prairie Home Companion. Yeah. No? I, Prairie Home Companion. He yeah, had a great... I would listen to some of those. One of the one of the best storytellers yeah. of our lifetime. Yeah, yeah, uh, interesting. Film. I would take you up on that. Just a self disclosure kind of thing. Um, I I am doing the uh, pastor tie, enjoying the drops before breakfast and lunch thing, um, because if you see me and I stand and I don't suck it in, it looks like I'm I'm almost in my second trimester, and uh, <laughs> I I said looks so like. So in one I, breath he talks about great ice cream, and the second breath he's ta- I need to lose weight. Well, I just. Yeah. I just started the program. Oh, so. Sylvie and I just started, not that program, and I'm, but I'm down 16 pounds as of wow. this morning, so I'm nice. a happy guy. Yeah. Congratulations. That's good. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, man. that's good. That's Pretty awesome. soon. So I bought this shirt that I'm wearing right now and another one from the same company, one of my favorite places to buy a shirt from, and I had to buy the next size, and I did it to kind of, in a, I don't know the word to use here, but to shame myself, like, hey. You know what? You got to buy that. That's the size shirt you have to buy now, Dave. So you've got to. So for right now, this thing looks a little bit like a pup tent. And when it's embarrassing to wear it, I'll actually go back to my other size. But it's for whatever reason, guys, you can write in and tell me what a rotten person I am. That's my motivator. If I have to go buy clothes the next size up, that's my motor motivator to say you have gone way yonder too far, son. So well, that's just I, me. That that sounds like you you found your motivation. It's yeah. working. I'm down 16. Got another 30 to go. When we hit, uh, when we get to Israel, um, I'll I'll have not only a one in the front of my uh, number on the scale, but hopefully a seven or an eight. That's that's my ultimate goal. But that's like 11 months out. Anyway, that is awesome. Hey, here we've got another great one. Uh, we have time for this, Pastor James. I'll let okay. you answer this. This comes from uh, our good friend Pete Barnaby in Swan Valley. I love Swan Valley. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Every time we drive by there or drive through there, pardon me, like when we, with Sylvie and I went and rode the uh, Victor to Driggs Trail, and you go back, you go Victor to Driggs, Driggs to Victor. Great ride. Mm-hmm. But we go through Swan Valley and. I almost lose Sylvie. She wants to jump out of the car and say, I just want to live here. Wherever here is. Yeah, she loves Swan Valley. It's so beautiful out there. Anyway, he says, I do not appreciate nor do I like your radio station. So um, thank you, Pete. He says, but I do listen to the podcast, uh, uh, the pastor's podcast. Thankful I can listen on Spotify now. It's all I can handle hearing about by the Bible and God. I don't believe it, but I also need some decent humor. <laughs> oh, I hope we're giving some decent humor. Uh, take care, Pete Barnaby. Um, that's an interesting comment. Pastor James. Well, number one, I appreciate that you're honest, and hopefully you see that we don't um, edit these. We actually yeah, we exactly. actually share your, your honest feedback. Absolutely. We do. Um, of course. You, you know what? I can share your frustration, Pete, about trying to find some good, clean comedy. When I used to do stand-up in L.A., uh, I was the first comedian booked on this particular show at the Comedy Store on uh, you know in, in, uh, in Hollywood, and I asked the guy, I was like, hey, listen, I have a lot of church people that come to the shows. Can we do a clean show? And he goes, yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. Let's do a, a TV PG. And I said, well, okay, fine. So he said, well, we'll bill it as a TV PG show. And I said, that's great. I'll invite friends, ministers, you know, people from the worship team. I'll, I'll invite everyone I can because it's the comedy store. Right. So I get the word out. The show happens. The first person out on stage, she starts the, the, the go-to humor in L.A. from a lot of people is drugs and physical body parts and <clears throat> right. inappropriate relationships. Right. And she drops as many 
F-bombs and foul words in 30 seconds, as you could imagine. And I just, I felt horrible. I could see people's, I was looking through the curtain, I could see people's faces just, oh. Mm. And uh, I looked at the guy, I was like, well, I don't understand. He said, yeah, I can't, I can't control what they say. No, that's true. So, yeah, finding good quality humor, and I'm glad you found what, it here. Was yours, was your set, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, accepted or um, received I, well? All, yeah, all I did was clean comedy because right. I and it was received well. Yeah, it was. Yeah, isn't that funny? I've done I've done shows where there are like um, an intimidating crowd where it looks like right. thugs, gangbangers, that kind of stuff, and yeah. then you have the people coming out doing their humor that they relate to drugs and all that, and then I get out and do my you know being married jokes, right. and they still laugh, and so it was kind of kind of cool. Hey, Pete, I want to extend an invitation to you. I would love to sit down with you for coffee and hear your story. Um, I've met a lot of people who don't believe. The Bible, but I, I would love to find out your story. What got you to that point? You know, is it is it Christians, hip, hypocrites who put the barrier there, or is it just you can't you can't wrap your mind around an eternal God who uh, transcended time and space and and stepped down in His creation and said, "I love you enough to open that door, bridge that gap, and have a relationship with you." Um, hit me up at Water Springs Church, James at WaterSprings.net. I'll I'll buy you lunch. I'd love to hear your story and just you know not not argue or debate. Just listen. I know where you could take them. Greenhouse. They have a great panini sandwich. That sounds like a plan. <laughs> Guys, we are out of time. We do want to remind you, we do actually have daily Bible reading. Uh, Acts oh, yeah. chapter 18, Proverbs chapter 20, verses 1 and 2 today. Psalm 149. We're almost through Psalms, you guys. Well, we're almost through Isaiah, too. We are. Yeah, yeah we yeah. did Isaiah 63 today, three more chapters, and we're out of Isaiah. Crazy. We're starting to wrap up some of these wonderful Old Testament books. Hey, coming up very quickly here, we've got uh, our, our VBS here at uh, Water Springs for four-year-olds through fourth grade. You can find more information at watersprings.net. Sunday, August 6th. Don't forget this. Sunday, August 6th. Mark your calendars. Uh, it is... Church in the Park. I think it's one of my favorite things we do all summer. Also coming up very quickly, for those of you who are going to Israel with us, we have our Israel hike. It's a preparation hike where we're going to hike around Mesa Falls. Uh, I love that because it reminds me of a couple of areas we hike in Israel. So keep all that in mind. All the information you, you can eat is at watersprings.net. That's watersprings.net. Also today, you can swing by Greenhouse Coffee here in town. Let them know you heard about it right here on Pastors Live. And from wherever you are listening, we want to remind you that you're loved. We consider you family. We're praying for you. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, complaints, or uh, discussions like, like our friend Pete, you can reach us at pastorslive at therev.fm, pastorslive at therev.fm. God bless you guys. We will talk to you tomorrow. Pastors Live is a Rev FM production from Idaho Falls, Idaho, and is made possible by the Ministry of Greenhouse Coffee. Send your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. Then listen for their response on another episode of the Lighthearted Podcast.